Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Your word is always anointed and powerful. And your word is going to bless us today in Jesus' mighty name. Say a big amen. amen. Romans chapter 8 verse 35. The scripture said, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword. 37 says, Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Praise the Lord. I'm speaking to you about Jesus plus nothing, part four. Please take your seat. Jesus Christ is the foundation and the fountain of our lives as Christians. And he alone is sufficient for all that we require in here on earth and in the eternity to come. We do not need any other God or thing in order to attain to eternity or to become whatever God wants us to become here on earth. This is not to say that school is not important. I'm talking about the fact that the natural laws that work, the natural systems that have to work, would have to work. So a child of God would have to work or be gainfully employed, go to school, do all that an unbeliever naturally or the state has given us opportunity to do in order to have livelihood. Are you here? When I say Jesus plus nothing, I mean all the other things that normally we would like to out of our religious perspectives are to Jesus as a phenomenon. We like to add other things to Jesus. And we seem to have come to a place spiritually where we don't believe that Jesus is more than enough. That we always need something else to be added to the Jesus we already have. Are you here with me? And so from time to time we are becoming more traditional more ritualistic than the proper spirituality that is sponsored by the Holy Spirit seated in Christ Jesus. So these days we have traditionalists who are also Christians. And they are in the church. It's like you are a Pharisee and a Sadducee at the same time. 
or you are a Jew and a Gentile at the same time. You are a Christian and a pagan at the same time. But it ought not to be so. Tell somebody it ought not to be so. If you have Jesus, you must have Jesus. Yeah. If you don't have Jesus, then you don't have Jesus. And tell somebody, either you have Jesus or you don't have Jesus. Either you are walking with Jesus or you are not walking with Jesus. There is no mixture. Praise the Lord. The scripture we read, Apostle Paul is speaking to the church in Rome and he says that, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? He recognizes that some things can separate the believer from the love of Christ. And he enumerates quite a number of them. But that's not where my, I want to dwell. What I want to dwell on in that particular test is the fact that there is something called the love of Christ. There's something called what? And we ought not to be separated from that thing. The love Christ has for us. That love, that made him to go to the cross. That made him to die on the cross. To save you and I who are sinners. Our family members were not willing to die for us. But Jesus came to die for us. And the Bible says that we are supposed to reciprocate that kind of love. That we love him because he first what? Loved us. So in reciprocating the love that he has shown us, we can't mix it. It's like someone gave you pure honey. And when you are giving him, you are mixing the honey with some brick fluid. How do you feel when you go to a filling station that has adulterated the fuel? They have mixed some kerosene with petrol. They have mixed some kerosene with diesel. It's going to destroy your engine. That means that the consumer is not protected. There's a whole department from NPA that goes out to check the purity of the fuel that is sold to, to customers. Why? Because it is costly to use a fuel that is not pure. The love that Jesus showed us was pure love, unconditional love. We were sinners. He still showed us that love, pure love. And in returning love to him, he's not expecting a love that is mixed with other things. It has to be pure love. Tell somebody, the love you must return to Jesus must be pure love. It is possible that, you know, you see, it is possible to be married and still have adulterous relationships. And your, your partner may not know. Because whatever you give me. One day I was counseling a lady and she told me that the truth of the matter is that she doesn't want to give the husband sex. So that's, that she doesn't want to. Because of one or two be a wakuhun. 
doesn't feel like giving the husband sex. In fact, she doesn't have the, the pleasure to do so. In Germany, we call it lust. She doesn't have the lust. Yes, the desire to give that kind of thing to the husband. So I said, so how have you been managing it? He said, oh, pastor, when we are having sex, I fake it with a lot of groaning and moaning and all of that. Yes. It's a sin, right? She, she is mixing the whole matter with fakery. And, the, and the, the husband thinks something powerful is happening, but as far as the woman is concerned, what are you even doing, my friend? Some men can be in the house with their wives, and there is another lady in the house whom they call either their relative, but it's actually a side matter. Can even be the house help. Can be their girlfriend from some, some town. They, they just say it's their whatever. And black, it's, it's something. And the wife may never know. The husband may never know. I'm saying that there are marriages that are functioning and someone, there is a who in the middle of that marriage between the two of them. There is some who be there. Either a man is there. Of course. I know a lady that I was talking to. I can tell you a lot of things. She said she has and she married an older man. The man has money but the man is not too strong. In terms of matter strength too is very important to women. So she really, so the man sponsors her with a lot of cash and she also sponsors her poor boyfriend who is a gym instructor. The guy is very fit. Guy is very, very fit. You sponsor me, I sponsor there. Yeah, so the gym guy is between this lady and the old man. You see, I'm preaching. And I've always told you that when I'm preaching, it doesn't look like I'm preaching, but, but I'm preaching. I am saying that apart from even the examples I've given you, some things can be between you and Jesus Christ. Paul, and you see, when Paul was talking about who shall separate, who, of course, who is not a thing, who shall separate us from the love of Christ. But when he was listing the things that he thought were powerful enough to separate an individual or a church from the love of Christ, they were not all entities. Some of them were just issues or condition of life. It, it, we can go through some of them. Just put it there briefly. But I'm not dwelling there. It says that 
He said, shall tribulation, is a tribulation a human being? It's an issue. It's a state. It's a, it's a condition or a situation of life. Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword. These are, these are all no human beings. They are not even living things. But Paul says they are who? Yes. Then he goes on to talk about angels, demons. Do you understand what I'm talking about? So, another time when we come here, we'll continue about it. So, things and people can come in between you and Christ. That, that's the point I want to make. And every child of God must guard your salvation, your heart, your faith walk with the Lord from people and issues. Because people can separate you from the love of Christ. And issues can separate you from the love of Christ. Now, Jesus is important because the Bible makes us understand that in verse 37, that because of Jesus, we are more than conquerors. He says that, nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. So the love Jesus has shown us has made us more than what? Conquerors. It's made us more than victors. It's made us more than people who are successful. We are more than successful. Now, a conqueror is one who overcomes a battle, a situation, and uh, gets um, a reward for it. He fights. A conqueror has to fight. But someone who is more than a conqueror doesn't have to fight. Someone who is more than a conqueror sits there. A conqueror goes to take all the bullets, all the blows, and brings bequeath. So an illustration is maybe a man loves the wife so much and is a boxer. And he goes to take blows. Wins a title. There's money on the title. Maybe $10 million. He comes and gives the $10 million to the wife. Or buys a house. Let's go and enjoy. So you see that the boxer went to conquer. Are you here with me? That's what Jesus did. Jesus went to conquer. He conquered sin. He conquered sickness. He conquered poverty. He conquered everything that was against man. And when he had conquered, he gave us the rewards of this re redemption. In healing, in prosperity, long life. Please, are you here with me? So we are beneficiaries of the death of Christ. This makes us very, very successful people. You know, because we didn't even have to fight. The success was delivered unto us. The victory that you, you are victorious in this life was just delivered to you by the work that Jesus did on the cross. You and I, no nail was pierced through our palms. 
But here we are. I can tell demons that get out. And they obey me. In the name of Jesus. Is it not powerful? Jesus. Jesus has made us successful. More than conquerors. You will not be defeated because Jesus has already fought whatever wants to fight you. Today or in the future to come. So, following this Jesus, you, we, we must love him with the love that he's loved us with. Nothing shall separate me from the love of Christ. I can't say that as we are here right now, some of us are not being separated from the love of Christ. Yeah. Some of us are being separated from the love of Christ. It will always be so. The real thing that will contend with you, it will be a contention for who you give your heart to. Yeah, Jesus said that you cannot love me and love mammon at the same time. It's, it's a contention, it's a fight for who you love. And you can't have half half. You have to love one. Because a person cannot love two masters. You have to love one master and hate the other. Who also looks like he can be a master. Hey. So it, was, it looks like. Yeah, it looks like. And he's even in a position. Has the stature. Of becoming a master of your life. Yes. Master of your life. There's always a competition for that. It's a competition. And when you love the Lord, there are things that will show clearly in your life. Jesus will be your number one priority. When you immediately you wake up, Jesus will be your number one priority. And what concerns your lover will also be your priority. Yes. You, you can't say you love someone and what concerns them does not concern you. Yes. The reason why Jesus died for us is because the Bible says in John chapter 3 verse 16 that for God so what loved away. That what he gave. The giving, he made us his priority. He made our salvation his priority. Anyone who says they love you and they don't care about what you care about. They don't love you. It cannot be love. That someone you love is in pain. And you are not in pain. That cannot be love. Their loss is your loss. Their gains are your gains. We share the gains together. And the losses together. You see. Paul said the message of Christ. And of the cross. It's a simple message. Sometimes you are coming to church and it's like we, we really have to teach something very complex. But Christ is simple. Romans chapter 1 says that it is so simple that it's foolishness to those who are perishing. But to those who are saved is the power of God. So the same thing that is power is foolishness based on where you are. 
I have vowed that the message of Christ should be as simple as the Bible says it should be. Because when God is talking to you, he doesn't speak in ambiguous terms. It's not complex. It's not com That's why he can talk about disobedience. Because the instruction is clear. The love is clear. And the, the responsibility is also clear. So, if you are here today, and there is a contention for your love, the love you have for Christ, it must concern you. It must concern you. If it is Jesus plus nothing, you will not struggle to prioritize Jesus in all things. But if it is Jesus plus something, then you have to spread your commitment, your, your responsibility, your resources, you know, across board the things that you deem are important in your life. Jesus plus nothing. Nothing shall separate us from the love of Christ. Why? Should we protect this love for Christ? Because he has made us more than conquerors. In him. He said, look at, even when he was saying that scripture in verse 37, he says that, nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through that loved us. Through him that loved us. His love for us. It's what has made you and I more than conquerors. Praise the Lord. And you know, when we are growing, because Jesus really does not place the kind of demand Satan places on people. So people who serve Satan feel Satan more than babies in the Lord. People who have yielded more to the Lord will feel more of the presence of God with them but when you are a baby, when you have not grown in the Lord, you find out that you may not be feeling him. It doesn't even look like there is any difference in your life when you are in Christ. But a whole lot has happened. A whole lot has happened. A whole lot has happened. Look, he has loved us all. He has, I'm telling you. He has loved us. And when you don't feel the love, Sometimes you are not able to place a real value on it. Most people, it is at the dire moment of their lives that they begin to appreciate the value of this love that Jesus has loved us with. But you see, for an amateur, love is a feeling. But for the mature, love is knowledge. Love is even a choice. It's a decision. Two of us. I mean, just remember the very first time when you were young and the guy told you, hey, I love you. you know, of course, if you were a woman, you were already feeling different things in different places. If you were a guy, different things. It's just the feeling of the love. What do you think? Different things. It's different feeling. Hey. But after the marriage, you realize that that kind of um, NCA signals can just be cut off. You see that the, the chemistry you had before changes sometimes to physics. 
and your biology will be affected. Yeah. You see that? All of a sudden, the chemistry student realizes that, no, really, I'm not a chemistry student. I'm a home econ student. <laughs> they also do some small chemistry there. Food science. Now you have to come to ground zero. Get yourself into the love. Or else you run away. <laughs> and it has to be a decision. No longer a feeling. If you follow feeling, you won't stay with anybody. Because the feeling in there, we are dear You develop different levels of feelings based on the decisions you make. And based on the quality of knowledge you add to yourself from time to time. So, if we don't grow in our walk with the Lord, we will lose this love. That, at a very important level, requires more knowledge than touch. Doesn't love me again. But the love has not changed. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. You have to rise. You, even, even in marriage, you find out that as your ages progress, your taste, preferences, and desires also change. When someone is 30, you marry early 20, we are jumping here and there, vacation freak. Once you hit 30, you are thinking property settling and all of that. And as you get mid-30, the ideas are different. Investment and all of that. 40, you are now thinking about sustainability. You are, think, you are thinking too many things. You find out that even the things that were holding the marriage from the beginning in terms of frequency they reduce into a proper degree. But here, you will find out that even though they may be considerably reduced, the quality may be greater. We need to grow. We need to, we need to pursue depth of knowledge that will make us rise to the new pedestal of the love that Christ already has for us. Because if we stay at the bread and fish level, at the feeling level, you didn't give me, therefore I don't feel the love again like a kid. You, once you don't give the candy, it doesn't feel the love. But the parent loves to wake up early in the morning, to go to work, struggle, make the money, pay school fees, give a befitting shelter, Good food, nutritious food, but something as useless as a candy that will cause the teeth to be rotten can be the thing that the kid is saying that or is basing their argument of you don't love me on. I'm saying that most of the things that you will use to justify that Christ is no longer fillable in your heart are the useless things of this life. But because you have not grown, candy is important to you than a nutritious food. 
Please rise. Tell somebody you need to grow. Pursue knowledge in Christ. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What will separate you from the love of Christ may be an unimportant issue or thing, but because of your lack of growth, that becomes an important issue for you. Please. You have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 244 177 831 or 0204-916-168. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.